The former St Kilda champion gets his chance as a coach. Who saw this coming? I didn't see it coming. Hello. I didn't see it coming. And thanks to Fox Footy there. We're at the closing stages of the game on Sunday. Richmond going down to the Magpies by 16 points. And as you heard, Robert Harvey's first win in charge of the Magpies. And one of the key reasons is Darcy Cameron, who is going gangbusters for the Magpies. He joins us on the program. Good morning, Darcy. G'day, mate. Thanks for having me. Good on you. Nice to have you with us. Uh, what was it like getting around uh, halves afterwards after that win? Yeah, it was a good feeling. We've, um, we've come pretty close in the last uh, last two weeks, so it was actually nice to get, get over the line for this one. Um, yeah, it was a good feeling. Why does it take so long, Darcy, for the Pies to rip into gear? Last quarters seemingly are high-scoring quarters for the Magpies, and when the game's on the line or a chance to be won, uh, it's it's a much more dynamic play. What's the go there? Uh, I'm not too sure. Like, I think I think against uh, St Kilda, it was a different one. I think yeah, three quarters were, were absolutely terrible, where last week, <laughs> I think, were... We're um, we're actually in the game for, against Richmond um, for the majority of the game, and um, we just weren't getting a reward for effort. And I think the last quarter it all sort of came together, so it was a lot more respectable effort in that matter. I think compared to the St Kilda game. So leading into the, to the game against the Tigers on the back of that Saints one, when you said you were terrible, and it's hard to disagree with that um, for the majority of that game. Do you have confidence that you can beat Richmond? Is it? And, and if you do, where's that come from? Um, I think yeah, just all the all the leaders um, really stemmed that. Um, they, they drew it drove it um, throughout the game and also so did uh, um, Banger, uh, sorry, Robert Harvey. Um, <laughs> and he, uh, yeah, he was pushing that and um, reiterating that at three-quarter time, just saying, like, we've we've done all the right things throughout this game and it's just all going to come together in this last and we've done it for the last two weeks. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of belief in the group. So, yeah, it did all come together. Well, it did all come together. Seven goals in that last quarter to the Tigers, only one. So it was a massive shift. Um, we spoke to Taylor Adams, I think, last week um, about that shift in in the level of play that you guys are having from a half to a half or quarters to quarters. Have, have you kind of put your finger on on why that happens? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not too sure, to be honest. I think we, we just want to uh, look back at what we've done over the last few weeks and the last quarters and also what we did against Richmond and we'll just try to rectify that as much as we can. Um, we want to get play more consistent footy over four quarters, like, like everyone does. But um, if we can sort of do what we did against Richmond um, against anyone, I think we, that will hold us in good stead. Yeah, and you mentioned Robert Harvey, and I know we, we've spoken on this program again to Taylor Adams a little bit about the the shift and the contrast in that. What in in that situation? So you're down by a couple of goals at three quarter time against the Tigers. What what's the contrast in his approach in that situation to what you've experienced over the last couple of years with Nathan Buckley? Oh, I think there's not too much difference. There's, yeah. not, there's only so much you can do as a coach, and you can yeah. I think you just um. I think he approached it the same way Bucks would have, and also we got nothing to lose at the moment. So, um, nah, he got he got us up at three quarters, three quarter time, and um, but also a lot light light on the leaders, and um, they sort of got the ball rolling with that. There was huge efforts from like Tay and Scott Pendlebury, um, Braden Maynard down back, Jack Chris. So um, a lot came from them as well. Was there much spoken about Darcy at three-quarter time from the leaders? Because you just mentioned three or four of them then that had dominant last quarters and were, to be frank, inspirational with the, some of their acts. Did they talk to the group at three-quarter time or is it just something that, that organically happened that they would be so dominant? Yeah, after Banger um, addressed us, uh, uh, Pendles brought us in as well. 
um, and had a and had a word to us, and that and that, that helped us as well. Um, he's always yeah, he's good with his words, and um, yeah, that helped a lot. And talking about helping a lot, the quicker ball movement that we saw in the last quarter and in the last quarter against St Kilda, how much? Does that help you as a forward to get those one-on-one looks when the ball is coming down so much quicker? Oh, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot better. It's a, a lot more. It's a lot funner as a as a forward group when the ball is getting moved like that. You actually feel like you've got a a real sniff at having a um, shot on goal. So um, yeah, yeah. Um, we could just <laughs> talk to the back and the he's <laughs> about doing that most weeks. That'd be nice. Don't worry, we have Taylor in here every second week, and we talk to him all the time about getting the ball quicker. Um, <laughs> give you a chance. Um, and and for yourself. Round since round five, you've played every game. Um, yeah. And ha- do you feel part of the team now? Do you feel that you're not as anxious about holding your spot week to week, and that that's helping you play better football and contribute more to the team? Yeah, I think so. I think I, I've got that feeling, of, like sense of belief in myself. Um, there's always going to be pressure spots, and you're always going to have that sort of in the back of your mind that like you, you need to perform week in week out because um, even the best of the best of the players can uh, get dropped after lack of form. So I still want to put that pressure on myself to make sure I'm getting the best out of myself. Um, but yeah, I'm really, I really am feeling a part of the team and um, yeah, I'm enjoying my football at the moment. Well, the big blokes, um, they've been a topic of conversation for the Magpies this year. Obviously yourself, uh, Mason Cox is there. Mick Lynch uh, is playing well in the, in the Magoos uh, as well. So putting some pressure on. Do you, do you feel that heat or have you, you established yourself enough to think that, you know, that spot is yours and somebody actually, actually has to take it off you? Oh, look, uh, yeah, you want them to play good footy. You don't want them to be down in the dumps playing bad footy. So I'm happy for them. I'm happy for Lynch. I get along with him very well. So I want to see him do well. But, uh, yeah, also for myself, I like I'd like to think like it doesn't matter what they do. Um, you want to you want to be able to cement your spot. So like if I can go out and play my role in, uh, week in week out, it shouldn't it shouldn't matter what happens behind me. You came to the Pies at the start of 2020 and um, you played you ten games last year, and there's a fair bit happened in the off season clearly, and then there's been a lot more happening in the start of this season, and obviously with the the, um, part, the ending of the the tenure with Nathan Buckley. Did you think that being a Collingwood player would be this dramatic when you signed on? Well, I said that, yeah, you'll be get used to the media, but I didn't think it was going to be this hectic. <laughs> you come from, uh, yeah, an NRL state pretty much where you don't, yeah, you don't see boo. Um, and, yeah, it's been crazy since I've been here, but it's been fine, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that is a huge shift for you as an individual, not being in Melbourne and experiencing that. What Do you think that that leaks into to the group a little bit or, or does the club do a good job of sheltering the players when all that kind of turmoil, I guess, is probably a nice way to put it, is happening in different areas of the club? I think the club do everything they can, yeah, to sort of, yeah, yeah, like keep it under wraps and keep us focusing uh, on the task at hand. So I, I, I think they're doing a great job in a tough situation, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, full credit to them. What do you do outside of footy, Das? I uh, play a bit of golf, study a bit. Um, yeah. What are you studying? Um, sports business. Right. How, how far into the course are you? Uh, almost at the end of my first year. I only picked it up start of last year. Right. Eh? Um, yeah, and wasted my first three years <laughs> not doing anything and uh, felt pretty sorry for myself. So I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that because that was my next question. I mean, how big a, a difference does it make to, to how you operate day to day? We're having something else outside of footy that can consume you and if it's not going well, it just eats you up. 
it's yeah, it's really good actually. It takes yeah, you get gives you that um, sense of achievement. You're doing something else and you're planning for life after footy. So I'm glad I'm doing something now and I've got something else to look forward to because as we know, footy's um could be very short and who knows when it's going to end. So yeah. Yeah, a good attitude to have. Good luck to you. Uh, Saturday, sorry, Sunday, you got the the Blues, the old rivalry cup in Collingwood on Sunday at 3.20. Check your local guides and that's going to be a very interesting affair. We appreciate your time and hope you go well, Darcy. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.